Welcome to the She Knows Best podcast. My name is Milan. I'm Audrey. I'm Shay. I'm Sharon. Yo. And it's 10.30 and we're recording. (laughs) Bear with us. Bear with us, you know, because now school started. We're trying to manage our time. Um, And some of us have jobs. Yep. So it's getting difficult out here i just want to say shout out to the she knows best podcast customer service on instagram because i'll go on there to freaking respond to someone and bro someone responds with explanation marks emojis no way saying like the sweetest responses um milan you don't even follow us back on the podcast (laughs) no she's not even it'd be your own dog what is she I, I have to follow you back. I forgot. Well, I have to follow us back. I just didn't see it when it came up. And then when you told me I was out shopping and then I forgot. But Listen, I order opens. I'm going to come see you. <laughs> when the border opens. Yeah, I'm going to come see you. Oh, you can come right now. Girl, we can. Yeah. The no. borders- yeah. They no, just- can't. Americans can't come to Canada, but. Canadians can travel across the border because our bro- our border is open. America's border is opened, but Canada Canada locked theirs. But so how you can, can I travel? Get back? Huh? How can I get back? You can get back because you're, you're Canadian. Canadian citizen. You can. Yeah, they they can't mm-hmm. deny you entry of your own country. So. Oh, we we elite over here. We have privilege. Mm-mm. Right. I'm gonna pray for you over there. Yeah. <laughs> But also, once once the, the coronavirus go down, then you'll come. I'll see you. I'll see you. Yeah, hopefully that'll be soon. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, three hundred and thirteen cases today in Ontario. So, yeah, uh, nineteen today. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness! What's nineteen? Nineteen today. Like that was the cases today, just today. Oh my god, three hundred and thirteen. Is- yeah, but like the three hundred and the nineteen is in the three hundred and thirteen. So just just today. We all know why. It's because of the schools. They open back the schools. That's it. There's like two thousand cases here a day. Ah! So, I, bro, no, you just, I, I was just shook. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, I don't even keep up anymore. I don't even keep up. Yeah, there's there's about there's probably like two thousand in the state of Georgia alone a day. Yeah. So how do y'all go outside? And live a normal life. Like, what? Yeah. They're in Atlanta. They just sit in their cars. They don't even walk outside. No, uh-huh. we, we go outside. Most with no mask. So, <gasps> we're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> really you want me to is. come up in there? No, sir. No, sir. Not, not up in. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, you guys- this week's topic. Oh, yeah. Is it? <laughs> is a wide one no it really is it's a stress ball to be honest yeah so we're just gonna get all our giggles in now before we start tearing up on this app so oh <laughs> let's go i'm, I'm ready all right guys this week's episode is about adult ugh, adulting sorry and the fear- <laughs> i can't even say it i'm sick to fucking say it adulting <laughs> i'm sick to my stomach Bro, I can't even say it. No, it's really hitting me. Y'all, my mom, I was talking to her t- uh, the- last week. And I was like, yo, I was just starting to look at um, like grad schools. 
because like I need to go get my master's done. I want to get my PhD. And she's like, okay, cool. So um, what are you going to do in between? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you got to have a job in between. How the hell do you think you're going to pay for master's school? And I was like, you're right, sis. But that's the thing. I don't want to be doing no like job, retail job. Like I told myself I'm done with retail shit because I cannot bother with that. I hate customer service. It's so annoying. So I'm like, I ain't going back. You ain't going to see me in no grocery store. You ain't going to see me at McDonald's. None of that shit. I only work in offices and I work my way up or I work for a nonprofit and stay poor. Okay. <laughs> but she's like, Shay, it's going to, it's becoming real because she doesn't pay for my school. And at the end of the day, like I have to pay for all the debt that OSAP is out here giving me, you know? And I really, I calculated it and it's about a hundred thousand dollars by the time I get my PhD, a hundred grand. Hundred thousand dollars, baby. No, for real, because PhDs are a master's and all that stuff is way more expensive than undergrad. And if I want to go out of Canada, it's even more expensive. So I was like, oh, like let's go to England or you know the U.S. And I was looking at the prices and like eight grand. That's not bad. No, no, no sweetie. That's domestic, domestic, okay? International was 17 grand. Yeah, so, like, what the fuck? But the good thing is when you get a high education like that, you can make it back within a year if you're successful in your in your field of study, like, uh, but... Maybe. No. Yeah, if, you if you're it, a yeah. Lawyer? But the thing is, though, you don't need a degree. You don't need none of that shit. All you need exactly. is the connections, truthfully. Yeah, just because you got the PhD you know. don't mean nothing. Cause look, cause like businesses are gonna see that and they're gonna be like, oh my god, she is overeducated. I don't want to overpay her. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't have the money to pay her, so I'm gonna go pay somebody else who has less education. But they're gonna, you know, like it's they're looking from it from a business standpoint, not right. what can you do. They're looking at it from experience. Like degrees don't matter. It's connections, and it's sad to say, yeah, really, like it's it's fucked. It's not about what you know anymore. Mm-hmm. It never was True. low key. Like universities are just business founding, like laundering oh, government, oh, like freaking capitalism. That's what it, it is. is. Like it's- we grow up, we say get a job, get good grades, you'll um you'll succeed in life. Like that is Both not school. at all. Yeah. yeah, people don't take account like other people's factors, whether that's skin color, religion, um, age, gender. <laughs> like people didn't take account in that at all it's so true yeah that is very fucked up Rashadia. i feel your fucking stress um so your mom or your parents help you right now with your undergrad or you're doing it on your own as well (laughs) i wish they did you know the thing is it's really hard especially as an immigrant because the first thing you do when you get to here you don't think about your kid's future because no one tells you about that you think about working up the ladder getting a house for yourself doing all that stuff like so they were saving for me, and then they had to use the money because we live in a house now, like, like out of my grandma's house. It's been a while, obviously. My parents are starting to invest into in themselves, right? So they did help me for the most part with groceries and stuff when I was living out, or if I needed, they paid for my rent this mm-hmm. year. Last year, um, this year, they're like, no, you're going to have to either stay home or pay for your own rent. But I'm staying home this year because, of, you know, COVID. But next year, I have to start paying for my rent. Like, I'm saving now for rent. And 
OSAP is just going to have to take care of my school tuition. I'm lucky enough that I'm able to qualify for it, even though first year was so much different. Like OSAP loves to give first year a whole crap of money. And then second year, they cut that shit so bad. And the whole thing that was going on with Ford and stuff, we didn't recognize how much it will it would affect us until it happened. And it was crazy. Yeah, but you know we're we're we are pretty fortunate as Canadians. I'm not gonna lie versus the U.S. because people tell me their jobs. Like one of my guy friend, um, we were Facetiming the other day, and he is way older than me. He has two kids, and he's telling me that he's supposed to be getting paid twenty two dollars to twenty five dollars, and he's getting paid sixteen dollars. They cut the shit. Private companies in the U.S. are awful so i just it really makes me think like yo we are privileged but at the same time like y'all gotta start thinking about retirement now if you don't invest yourself now you ain't getting a house Mm -hmm. you ain't gonna have a life like you gotta do that shit now get life insurance exactly exactly have you applied for um scholarships since you're in school so much like i assume that like something little will happen um no okay first year i did apply for scholarships and i got like a couple of scholarships but then after that people forget that there's so much money in universities they have millions of dollars okay because i technically right now i work as a work city student so the university pays me to work for them they have lots of money to give all of us and i work like in the summer up to 25 hours a week so that's a good amount of money and it's it's minimum wage like a good amount of minimum wage but our school has money it's if you ask them for money and be like i need it they will give it to you so we what do you school for again um social justice and peace studies and a minor in women yeah okay yeah a minor in women's studies yeah (laughs) i fucking wish okay i fucking wish i'm a business major i do not really like being a business major um I guess my situation is pretty different than yours Rashadia like I'm just remembering you said you came to Canada when you were nine so what is that like 11 years ago yeah it's and that is yeah that's not a long time at no, all wasn't. like taking in and like your parents seem to have done so much they have and I applaud you for working hard and paying for your school right now because I know that shit is probably difficult at times mm-hmm. and still managing to fucking be here right now at yeah. 10 41 p.m right. <laughs> for sure yeah like my parents pay for my school um my undergrad so I don't pay anything not my books not my parking not That's anything good. yeah so I'm definitely privileged in that way mm-hmm. um yeah, for under, not undergrad, sorry. Like, my master's in any school beyond that, I don't really know what's going to happen with that because I really haven't had that conversation. I've only, like, nudged a little bit, like, hey, you know, I want to go to do my master's. I want to go to grad school. So, you know, where's the money, you know? I've just <laughs> done that little nudge. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually, like, sat down and had, like, a conversation on, like, if they're going to help me with that or not because I've considered being a lawyer then I seen it's about a hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. for um friggin what do you call it uh, law school which is only like three years yeah um, that would be like domestic for sure and I don't know if I would want to put my myself through that much debt well mm-hmm. 
and I think law school, especially when you're a lawyer, like that you make that back in at least I'd say at least three cases. Uh, three big cases for sure. My mom, she worked in the court. My neighbor's a lawyer. My fa- my family is a lo- my sorry, my aunt is a lawyer, my cousin is a lawyer. They if you have a big case, you'll make that back quick as fuck. So I don't think you should let student loans and debt scare you from, you know, excelling in school because depending on your study, especially as a lawyer, you will make that back quick. I'd have to be kicking ass as a lawyer too because you have to take in like I have I'd have to pass the bar and then I'd also have to like gain some type of I guess kind of like internship or like work placement and able to like grow in that field. So it's like it's gonna take time. And what if I go to law school for three years and I don't pass the bar? No, like Girl, <laughs> there are so many people that I know that have been in law school forever because that bar test is not easy. And it's normal to not even pass it for the first time. And the thing is that you pass, you might not might, might not pass it, mm-hmm. but that's like another year that you have to study for because it only happens like once in a while or one. It doesn't happen all the time, right? right? Go over that. But I will say that don't i agree with milan i wouldn't say three big cases because like you really have to be like the top shit lawyer like you need to pull yourself to kill yourself to get to that point and i don't think you should but i do think that you will pay it off eventually don't let push you um pull you back at all um eventually you'll get it like i know professors that just got their phd and just paid off their like their school and and that's normal you know yeah, I like whatever I go into, um, and especially if I'm paying for it, like I need to make sure I'm passionate about it and I'm dedicated to doing well and succeeding in that career. Because for my undergrad, um, I wouldn't want to be here. I wouldn't choose to be here if I was paying for it um, myself. And I guess with that being said, like my parents, especially my dad, um, influenced me in taking business and what program um, I should be in especially if he's paying for it. Um, and I wasn't like completely <laughs> against it because I actually liked business in high school and it was all like fun and it was just like definitions and just uh, yeah. watching Shark Tank. It was all fun and games. And then I got here and I'm like, this shit's boring. Um, I like marketing a bit, but yeah, I'm not too sure about like what career path I want to take. And um, I also learned today that Ontario um only has 3.2 percent black lawyers wow Wow. yeah and and one percent of those are partners so like i guess the highest um level you can reach um in your field as a lawyer so like 3.2 percent that's like that's fucking whack yeah all my family obviously that our lawyers are black and they definitely are don't reside in Canada so yeah that's the thing too the dif- the difference between Canadian law and American law I think you actually do make more money in America same thing with the uh the medical field you end up making more money there but there's something in because because they have more private businesses than over here but there's some whack shit that why people go to the America America than Canada to um work 
Um, I'm in my second year. I'm doing my bachelor's in law and society. So it's more of like a like a law kind of um, political type of degree. Um, I really do enjoy it. I really enjoy law. I really enjoy learning about the justice system and the flaws in our history and why we are the way you are and why women are underpaid and why people, mm-hmm. why black people don't have the same rights as white people. Like it all goes down to history and it's so fucked. Um, I really want to get into not like criminal law. I really like political law and contract law. So I really like to like, but you have to go to law school for that. Like, for any type of law, you have to go to law school, whether you're a solicitor, whether you are a fucking, like, it's insane. Yeah. Um, And I'm just, like, I really like school. Like, I'm the type of person, like, I hate this whole corona thing because I just want to be in the library in my atmosphere. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so pissed that I have to learn everything myself. Yeah. No, but I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I know that I want to be able to position, to be in a position where I'm able to grow and help others grow kind of around me right Mm -hmm. and I also like I'm also working so I work part-time and then last year um I was doing kind of like an internship at like a law firm I did that for a bit kind of just like an assistant helped out and then I'm also like a writer so I did my book but that like has nothing to do with it and I don't know it's just it's hard maintaining like five courses plus like 30 hour weeks and then you got to teach it all to yourself like it's difficult yeah, that is definitely hard. I want to ask you how you got your internship at the law firm because getting internships and um even like Roshady was saying like work in your field is fucking hard. Yeah. It is. Like, Honestly, it's about like I had to go to like a good 12, 13 different places before I actually got one and it's all about like presentation. You got to come in with your little blazer and shit, minimal makeup, always minimal makeup. And then you right. just got to come in. You got to tell them your resume. Say, I'm a student. I'm looking for experience. Da, da, da. And then they'll tell you if it's, okay, we can do it. You'll be paid. Or it's just an internship. Like, mm-hmm. just for the experience. And then they'll write you a letter of recommendation, whatever. But you have to go consistently to multiple places. And a lot of places will literally just, like, look at you and not pay you any attention. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're, you're bound to find somebody who needs free labor, truthfully. Like, you're bound to. Mm-hmm. And then um, you can always, like, google places or call if you don't want to like make the commitment to come um my sister like she works in a law firm but i didn't go to hers i went to her old one so she helped me connect with that one it's always connections like it's to be honest like right now um my two courses they're community-based courses one is for women in politics so we are paired with uh different types of um leaders in london ontario um hopefully i get to uh match up with a person that does like black lives matter because right now we are i'm launching a bipoc student support group on campus and the thing is with getting to with being successful you have to get into clubs or get connections with people that's the most important part like be part of school because (laughs) if you apply to grad school and you're like oh yeah this is all i did they're not going to accept you You need to have a long ass resume resume and have activities or be involved with the school or like because you're just an ordinary person you need to be someone original you know so that's what I'm trying to do, like get involved in school, get involved with the community work, do some nonprofit organizations. That's what I'm trying to do. Hopefully, eventually, I want to open up my nonprofit 
um, organization in the future. I don't know what the hell I want to do with that, but that's the real deal, getting involved with your community, to be honest. Yeah, I I feel like last year, so my second year of uni, I really took it seriously to make sure I built up my resume and get more involved in school because in high school and like elementary school, even like I was never the one to be a part of like teams and clubs like that wasn't mm-hmm. my thing. Um, so like putting myself out there more and um, like being more of a go getter and not being afraid of getting rejected or um, just like. I guess, yeah, getting rejected and just letting people know, like, I'm here and this is why. And, you know, finding areas and, like, clubs and teams and just groups that I fit into and can, like, benefit me career-wise and just, like, for my personal growth as well. Because universities have a lot of, like, speaking engagements um, and, like, clubs. And I feel like they don't market it as much, so you don't even know it's there where in like high school they're like oh here's this club like get involved get involved like they're always saying that where in like university like you have to go and find it Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes it can be difficult to find it and it's difficult to like even go into those spaces alone because when we're in university like most of the time we're starting from scratch like we have to make new friends um and those friends might not have the same interests as you and they don't want to go to these things so like learning how to just do things on my own because you know I got to you gotta grow up exactly like even like with my roommates I mean none of them were really I wouldn't say not all of them but some of them weren't involved with this school a few of them were but that I think first year for me I was just like first year and second year were the hardest years I've ever had in my life I mean like I was the first time experiencing depression anxiety and I still have it like I'm diagnosed but um like and then having an environment that didn't make that better because your friends always stayed home and they never went out like you went out but like it wasn't like school related and they had the worth ethics, but there are days when we all just sit in the living room, drink some wine, watch some TV, and literally look at, like a hobo for a whole entire week. And de- the house felt like depressed as fuck. And that was just not healthy. I'm not saying my friends are not good. Like, they're awesome people. I love them. But I definitely felt that second year was so depressed. Dep- uh, whatever. I was so depressed. So it was hard to get involved. So this year I was like, I need to change my life. I need to get involved. Like you keep saying that you're going to be successful, you're manifesting all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the way that manifestations works is if you actually put the work in and then everything um, plays in, uh, into life, you know? I have a question though. Do you guys ever feel pressured into fixing your life or... Do you feel like people think that you have your life together, but really you feel like you don't know what the hell you're doing? Do you feel that? Um, I feel like literally all the time people have like this image of me that I'm like this successful person. And like, I know exactly what I want to do just because of like who I portray myself as online, which like, thanks. That's a great compliment. But like, please don't expect much out of me because I will crumble. (laughs) 
<laughs> but um no like I do feel pressured but I feel like honestly just one day at a time like you don't have to figure out your life today just mm-hmm. take it one step at a time do little things um look back at yourself reflect and just go with it um everything and just like have faith in like the universe realize that like what's meant to be like will be just put in the work follow your passions you're passionate about things for a reason like they're connected to your purpose just follow them and like mm-hmm. see where it takes you you know what i mean like i feel like if we look back at each other like three years ago we were probably so confused at like what we were gonna do now and now like here we are we figured that part part out so let's see like about the next three years it's all about just like going with it truthfully mm-hmm Aji, what about you oh shit i was waiting for milan to answer <laughs> Oh, what did you think? How? What? Because she, you're so quiet back there. So I'm like, let me wait for her to talk. <laughs> All right, you, Milan, you go instead. I was just gonna say that I don't really feel a lot of pressure. I don't think people are waiting for me on me to like graduate or anything when it comes to school, at least. Hmm. Say your major, Milan, and tell the people what you're doing. Cause we all said ours, and then we got to yeah, start talking for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So my first year, I went to York, and it basically, it was a strike, so it lasted eight months long. My second second year, I was supposed to go away to school in Georgia, but I got a car, I got into a car accident, and I ended up, like, just not going. And um, so basically, this is my third year in school, but this is, like, technically, I'm a sophomore. So this is, like, my second year with courses. And um, I'm taking business marketing. Mm. We have like two Bachelor of Arts majors, right? That's what you guys are. And then two business majors. Um, Okay, yeah. You were saying like, do I ever feel like pressured or like feel like I have my life together, but I really don't type of thing, right? That's what you're saying, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What about money? to like I know a lot of people said in the um question thing that one thing that's like they're fearful of is being successful or achieving that money because all push comes to shove you graduate school you're not you're not guaranteed a job right after and a lot of people are realizing that I have a lot of friends that graduate and they're like what the hell am I supposed to do now you know I don't know what the hell what job I'm supposed to get right after school like, are you guys fearful of that? Like, especially getting a house, you know? Milan, you have more experience with the getting a house because you now you live on your own, you know? I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't believe that school can make you money. Obviously, I haven't graduated. Um, my boyfriend graduated and he has a full-time job and stuff. But, I mean, you can get to it other ways than graduating and having a degree like Sharon said so um I'm not really I don't know I have a weird standpoint when it comes to school and just graduation and all that I Mm -hmm. like learning but I don't think that it's necessary for you to have like the highest degree in education for a good job Mm -hmm. so yeah but I still want to do it obviously (laughs) yeah I agree um 
I feel like the media also just like creates this narrative that like everyone has it together like Sharon was saying yeah obviously on social media like we put up um the best versions of ourselves in our life um so yeah like even seeing like young entrepreneurs or like social media influencers um buying homes and having babies and getting married and owning cars and or renting cars leasing cars whatever you want to say um them doing all of that shit it's like bro we're the same age and I can't even fucking like you know get it together and like pay real bills you know I don't even want to that should be pissing me off I don't even want to pay like my car insurance you know like um it's just like bro like how the hell did you even know how to do all of these things like when (laughs) I think of this exactly or when I think of this I think of Nas Kavari Nazanin Kavari I don't know if you guys watch her she's a youtuber and she's 21 and she's married she has a kid she owns a home oh my gosh I was like bro and she's an entrepreneur like she's a boss lady but it's just like we're literally like the same age and it's like crazy to me that like you were able to accomplish all this in a short time and I'm sure she's worked hard for it but I feel like a lot of the time like us regular people are like looking at these influencers and kind of like get down on ourselves and beat ourselves up because we're not there yet or we're we seem very far from like the things that they have attained so I don't know I think I've told myself like don't create a timeline for your life you're going to do things when you're meant to do them um and like I mentioned before in the podcast like marriage and having kids isn't a goal for me so like like I just think about myself like (laughs) there's no goal except for me to excel and be happy and have like a good career um and I'm doing it all for myself Mm -hmm. so I think that just helps me um I guess get through things and not compare myself so much to others because I don't know I have a question. What do you define as a good career? Because oh there are people, here's the thing though, because people sometimes are happy with not with living off welfare and they are fine with that. And then some people are like, hell no, I want to make my money. I want to own this. I want to own that. So what is a good career? Because people, a lot of people don't know what they want. So what's the answer? Yeah, it depends on the person. It depends on what you want and you what you want your career path to be um if you want a career um I wrote that down to like it's my fear to like have my ideal career so that would probably be um in a job or whatever a career path where I can help other people um and it's probably going to be somewhere in like maybe the law maybe marketing, maybe politics. Like, it's such a broad broad spectrum for me right now because I don't know what I want to do exactly. But I do know that I want to help people in whatever I do. Um, And, yeah, like, what if that doesn't pay the bills? Exactly. That's, like, a fear for me. So it's, like, finding happiness in my career. Like, I actually want to wake up and, like, working and, like, like going to my job. Like, I don't want to be, like, oh, my God, I don't want to go today. I hate work. Like, you know yeah but I also want to like be financially stable financially comfortable 
you know, like I want to travel, you know, I want a little like, one two bag, you know, a little one two Louis. Yes. No, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I think it depends on someone's needs. Like a lot of people don't like to travel, you know, they're living for themselves. They can live from, you know, on welfare checks because they don't need any more money to just live and pay whatever rent that they need to pay. It just depends. Like some people don't want kids, like Audrey said. So I guess it just depends on what what a person needs and what they want at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, Milan said that for me right now. She's like living for yourself. Like that is what I mean when I say I don't have a timeline. I'm living for myself. So I'm taking every day. Is it bad that I don't like like to live for myself? I like to live for other people because I feel like if I'm just living for myself, like this is probably just sounds like really bad. But I just feel like I have no purpose if I just live for myself. Like in my definition, like a successful career is being able to like support my mom and I. Like my mom's a single mother. She's an immigrant. She raised two kids on her own. I'm the only kid that's graduated high school. I'm the only kid that's like um, going to university, you know, so I want to like make her proud. And I feel like if I'm solely living for myself, that's so selfish of me because she didn't live for herself. She lived for like both of me, my sister. And it's like, I don't know. I just want to be able to just give her that back and more. And other people, I want to help other people. And I want to live for other people. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, about my... Mm, I give a fuck about myself. Let's not, let's not lie. But um, I feel like I live for other people's enjoyment. Not but let me, let me yeah. put it to I think what Audrey meant um, when living for yourself, obviously, at the end of the day yourself comes first you're gonna have to wake up in the morning you're gonna have to dress yourself you're gonna have to buy that clothes yes yeah so that is partly living for yourself but you are gonna pay your parents back because they took care of you depends on your relationship with your parents and how you want to do that so you are living for yourself but you're also living others you know i i think i can get what you guys are both saying and i agree with both of Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pay back for my parents I'm gonna help them out maybe they don't they don't even need my help but <laughs> you don't know you, you know my parents are still young they're not that old but um help them out by their house maybe I can do that but at the end of the day like you ha- in order to do that you need to take care of yourself you need to put yourself into that education you need to get your mindset on that drive of learn 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 educate help you can't get to helping others if you don't help yourself at the end of the day you know and it it definitely just depends on what you value and how you grew up and your morals everyone's um morals and values are going to be different and they're not always wrong and they're not always right so like when you say that there's nothing wrong with that like you wanting to provide and support your family there's nothing wrong with that and obviously your background um it helps like others listening to you understand where you're coming from and why this is so important to you. Where for me, like I, it's different because uh, my parents aren't immigrants. Well, my dad kind of is, but he came when he was like super young. So he grew up here and he was able to have an education here and stuff like that. Um, And then my mom, she was born here. So it's, it's a different scenario for me. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong for that, you know? Agreed. 
Yeah, I feel like we're more than mature enough to like have more than one different opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and people always want to act like, oh, it's everything's black and white. You have to think like this. If you don't agree with this, like the world isn't black and white. We can have difference of opinions and still like agree. Like the statement, family over everything. Like, I might not agree with that statement for my life but that's because of my family dynamic and you know my relationship with some of my family members um but mm-hmm. yeah like it just depends to each their own but um yeah like another oh, <laughs> that's your line that's your line wait they own wait what what is it what does he say because it's wrong so I-, I said to each his own but he was like, um, your man was like, oh, a person isn't. Yeah. You know, Audrey, I was actually going to address this. It is to each their own. It is. I realized that I actually said that is. more because it makes sense. We can't call a person an object because they're not. So it is to each their own. I'm sorry. I can't believe <laughs> it's though. Like, you guys <laughs> ever see that? Oh, I do. It's doing Look at this it. in your tummy. Like, you know, before it's like fully like looking like a human, like I'm calling it an it. Yeah. What about when it's the ball sack? You call oh, hell it? no. That doesn't exist, bro. <laughs> it's not existent. Can you imagine we were all in our dad's ball That's sacks disgusting. one time? disgusting. And it's like, why did I win? Like, why did I win the oh, race? <laughs> I always used to tell my parents, like, I didn't ask to be here. Someone call me ungrateful or something. Someone say something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, like, I was like, bro, like, I really didn't ask, bro. Like, you had sex that night. And I just came out of it. And you wanted me here. Yeah. So now I'm here. Shit. Like, shit, mom, you couldn't swallow. Oh, my God, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, I hate you. Get out. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah, someone said something about, like, marriage and, like, families and, like, what if you don't find the right one? Like, you- breaker there's no such thing as the right one they're all fucked up you just gotta pick one and <laughs> go oh my with it gosh i think there's multiple ones and not just one yeah yeah agreed but nobody's ever gonna be a hundred percent whatever yeah. you want i don't even know, you know? what that like, would be like yeah. what the fuck is a hundred percent what i want in a man like i don't know what that would be that would be boring first of all okay this was a big thing that i had with my comp- with my um friends i am fortunate enough to have an amazing father and I personally I love him and here's the thing I was like if my man is not like my dad the way the hard-working way my dad is I don't want him because my dad was building the shed he does his shit but like at the same time my parents they have an equal relationship even though my mom cooks more at the end of the day like they argue they even dragged me in the argument and I was like don't put me in this and then they get mad at me but um I'm just like I don't want my man to be any less than my dad. Like, he has to know how to fix stuff. He needs to be know, know how to be technical. And he knows needs to know how to cook. And if he doesn't know how to do any of that, I don't want it. I don't want it. So it's that's how I would want my man, to be honest. So do you think that one is out there? The one? Do you fear think- that? Is that a fear of adulting for you not finding the right man? You know what? A little bit, because I was just thinking, like, where the hell am I going to have time to find the one when I'm so busy with life and school? Like, if you really think about it, when you actually hit your career in the typical line of, like, when you're supposed to hit your career, you're, like, 30 plus. And what if I didn't hit my career in that time? Like, how am I going to balance career, marriage, kids? 
you know like where do I come in this I think it's just hard I think about that too like when I say I don't want kids like I also think about like how would I even have time because like I want a career and I want to be a working woman and you know I want to be on my shit I want to be a boss lady but then I'm like I also don't want to be absent from my children's life and I don't want them with a nanny all the time or like you know so it's like I just feel like I I couldn't even imagine finding that balance given the career that I want to have Mm -hmm. society likes to give people this notion especially women that they can't do both they can't be a good mother and they can't be a good boss guess what you can do that like you can be a good mom and a good like but I don't think that I don't think we should have that narrative of how then moms are superheroes because we put them on a pedestal and Mm -hmm. they get so much pressure to be the superhero mom and at the end of the day you can't do it all and that's fine you know like I see my mom stress sometimes and I worry as hell because of the school board and all that Peel's district stuff oh yeah not having kids to, to work but she's technically still working and she's on her phone 24-7, emails this. I can't even talk to her. I, I told her I'm going to go to my therapist now. <laughs> and then she turned around. She's like, okay, so what's the problem? <laughs> so I'm like, holy, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's hard. She cooks. She cleans. Mm-hmm. She does everything. And I'm like, how? The, I'm so grateful for you, mom. Like, how the hell do you do all? Like, how am I supposed to do that? Like, at, you're my model. Like, how do I get to that point in life? You know, you have it together, but you don't have it together. Yep. Shout out to all the super moms out there working hard. Um, Single moms, all the moms. We love the moms. (laughs) And we can't forget about the single dad. There's a lot of them. Teaching teenagers. And they have like to have to have the weight of like being a mom as well to like their kids and then like working and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they're not acknowledged. Like shout out to them. Wish I had you. Mm-hmm. All the dads. Shout out to all the dads. <laughs> You're killing me tonight. You're killing me. I'm dead. Okay, Sorry. so, ladies, I have a kind of a question. But um, seeing your parents and how they built their life, choice or not, everything that they've encountered, um, I think a lot of the times we as children, like, we look to their situations and the way their life came out and we want to do oftentimes better and usually they want us to do better than they did right so um one of the things that my parents got to do was buy a home about 20 years ago for a cheap price yeah exactly yeah the market's different now baby and I'm like I am never moving out obviously not everyone is able to say that everyone has different living situations I live with my parents currently, and um, let me tell you, I tell them all the time, I'm not moving out till 2030, so they better make room for me because the housing out there, especially where I live, is fucking expensive, and I don't... Audrey, are your parents together? They're separated, currently living in the same So, home. who's the primary, like, person in the Provider? house? Like, is your mom or your dad? My dad, yeah. but there's... So, you live in your dad's my house? My mom still, because they're, like in the middle of the separation oh uh, yeah okay and i don't have a good relationship with my dad so that makes mm-hmm. this very interesting but let me just <laughs> tell you i'm moving out until until i get an eviction notice 
ladies. I'm moving <laughs> out because I don't know how the fuck I'm going to afford shit. Like, I can't say this because obviously we're posting this podcast, but the value in my home from the time they bought it to now is ridiculous. Like, we're yeah. not going to... Bro, that's millions. I'm not even. Not- yeah, it's your house is probably like three. Four no, million. no, not a million. You not bought a it million. for like. I'm not, I'm not rich, ladies. I'm not rich, but no, no, no. It is. It is. It it's is. up there. But you it's definitely close. bought it for like fifty, sixty grand. They, like they bought, bought it, it not over around um hundred and fifty. Oh, <gasps> bro, the Ooh. lowest you can get a house, like a proper house, is three hundred. That's what we bought here now. And look at how far you live, girl. Exactly, yeah. people. The only way you can get a house that is like decent enough is if you go out gta house if you go to suburbs the suburbs that's how it is nowadays you know what i was just talking to my mom yesterday about investment and she said you know shay i'm not trying to spill my tea out here don't worry we started investing for you you need to also invest in yourself so ladies and gentlemen um start investing now start going in don't even invest with banks there's a couple like um sources that you can go to that you put in fifty dollars a week or fifty dollars a month and over 10 years that interest builds up and you might have like a hundred grand where you can maybe buy a starter home start doing that now or else you ain't getting a home start investing in your retirement now or else you ain't retiring Guys, I'm also someone who's like, it's either my way or the highway. So like, I'm getting yes. everything I want, or I'm not getting anything at all. So I'm just gonna stick with exactly. the idea that I'm not moving out till 2030. <laughs> you have it a little nice because your parents are pretty chill. They are. They are until they kick me out. I I'm probably I think I'm gonna here to be honest for the next two years. I told my parents because I can't stand it. I'm used to being on my own anyways for the past two years. And I love it because I can do whatever I want. And now coming back into this house, they're like, do this, do that. I'm like, I don't want to do this, do this. That's the worst when you first live by yourself and then you go back to the house. It is the absolute worst. And I've cried. I've had so many cry sessions because I'm like, I'm tired. You guys are putting me in this box. You have this Christian ideal that you want me to be. And I can't do it. Like, you're suffocating me. I literally felt like I was suffocating in this house. I had so much anxiety. And I'm like, y'all, I'm moving out in the next two years. I threaten them, threaten them all the time. I'm leaving. <laughs> and they're like, go. They build a shed outside. And they're like, you can live in that. This is your new home. I get the opposite. I get, do you want to get kicked out? And I'm like, uh-uh. Listen here, listen here, listen here, bro. I ain't getting kicked out of shit until I see the eviction notice. All right? Nah, I'm staying here. But like you were saying about investing is financial literacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shit they don't fucking teach you in school. Until you get to business school, you know, they teach you a little. Um, But yeah, a lot of people were seeing that like paying bills, being able to afford things, like investing. Like we have to figure that all out on our own and i'm not a freaking financial advisor um i haven't graduated with my uh degree yet so i'm not gonna give any advice i'm still trying to figure it out for myself but i can say um my first year of uni i did start investing um yeah for my future just something small something that i can afford and something that's manageable um my dad is in business 
Um, and he's all there for like investing and saving money. Um, like I said, he has an iPhone four. So um, if I need any type of <laughs> help when it comes to those things, um... <laughs> the iPhone four. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So is it the white one? It's the black, it's the black one. one. Go. We talked about oh, yeah. this. Sorry. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. I learn a few things and have some type of support um, from him um, when it comes to that stuff. But like, not everyone has that. And obviously, our parents don't all have it figured out because I'm not rich. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't sitting on a whole bunch of money. So I fear that too about growing up. And then, like, I can't even imagine having a child and then trying to freaking. Uh, yeah give them that diapers are like 40 they're so expensive that's more my fear i think more than moving out because i've already moved out it's children because now i'm like okay i'm taking care of myself how the fuck am i supposed to take care of a newborn and better yet when they grow up exactly but i'm not thinking about that anytime soon so i won't have to worry I don't have to worry for now. The only thing I'm thinking about is taking that birth control pill at 12 p.m. on a daily basis. Okay. Right. Bitch, get an IUD. Like, save yourself but I from trauma. Like, I'm not really, uh-uh. I'm scared of pain. I'll like, I'm not. That. Girl, okay, I have one. And it's like, okay, sure. It hurts for the first two minutes. Yeah, it feels like you're losing virginity. But guess what? I've had it for five years, never gotten pregnant, knock on my fucking no- door. Yeah um my ex and i like we were in like a year relationship mm-hmm. he finished with me every single time um Sorry, how did that feel? my boobs was got bigger like, was it like my boobs got on bigger. the inside <laughs> honestly it's whatever you just have to like you don't feel it like i didn't feel it i just push it out like you know that's a whole other juicy podcast let me not <laughs> let me not let me not let me not but, yeah let me not because i seen today that someone got pregnant uh, with an IUD, she didn't know she was pregnant. Stop it. Um, she was, and the baby was holding it. No, 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 not that one. It okay. was just a girl I follow. She, um, she uh, found out she was five months pregnant. Um, she had no clue, and she was very sad for her loss. So, yeah, I'm scared. I've considered that, but I'm gonna save my like all of my birth control, you know, experiences. Yeah. I'm punching my stomach right now. Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for another podcast, because I feel like that'd be a good podcast. But yes, fear of adulting mm. is getting pregnant. Let me just uh, put that out there. Our generation. Listen, one of my I'm gonna shout out to one of my friends. She has three kids. Um th- she is twenty, I wanna say twenty-three or twenty twenty-three. And she the youngest one is about like six months. And shout out to her. I don't know how the hell she does it. And she just finished school. So shout out to you, girl. You know who you are. Bro, shout out to you. Because I don't know how the fuck you're doing it. Shout out to you. You're a superwoman. And you finished school? Girl. Finished school. She's going into paralegal, I think. Yeah. Girl, get your shit. Get your shit. And her kids are so cute. I love them. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Fears of adulting, guys. No fear. I feel like we touched on a lot of things does anyone have any other fears they want to share other than finances and finding the right one and fucking buying the crib what about like like literally saving up all that money and then you just die before you get to spend (laughs) it all 
whether that's like, oh my god, I feel like that's another podcast death. How do you feel about that? No, but then like all that money like just goes like to your next generation. You're like, you do know like if you die, like your parents still have to pay your um tuition. Oh yeah, you know all your debt. I know that gets passed on to like either your husband or your wife or your like parents or children. Like all that debt gets passed on. I heard about Mm -hmm. that too. So you're thinking about killing yourself, like yeah, but that's why you get life insurance though. That's true. Because your life. Do you have life insurance, Milan? I think I have life insurance. I'm saying I think because I don't. (laughs) I invest my money in a lot of places, and so I don't know if I have life insurance. I have to ask somebody. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. My girl. This is my girl. so funny. I don't even know have it. Wait, Milan, are you... Um, Milan? Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh my god, Milan. Okay, but Milan, isn't that a city in... Um, what's it called? Yeah, Italy. Italy, yeah. Milan. Lol. Wait, why don't you call yourself well, Milan? Well, I let people say Milan because it sounds foreign. It does sound foreign. Right. Okay. okay. Milan, do you are you like a citizen of America and Canada? No, I'm only a citizen of Canada. Okay, so how do you pay your you pay your life insurance in USD? Um, I have a USD account and I have a Canadian account, but um, okay, I think it's Canadian. Like majority of my investments are okay. are through Canada because my dad, he's a stock manager, or whatever, an investment broker, all that money shit. So yeah. he like he manages a lot of it i get mostly just give him the money and he'll put it in different places and whatever because that's what he does for um his job so he sells life insurance and all of that he manages stocks and so yeah i would have to ask him or somebody whoever my i mean i guess he's my advisor and my fucking father so um yeah that's really good so like do you feel like having a dad in that career path has like helped you understand um, things when it comes to like finances? Because like that was a lot of like um, people's fears, like just financial literacy. So for sure, I still can't understand all of it yet. There's so much to know, but I think he definitely gave me a head start for sure. If it wasn't for him, I definitely would not be investing in any type of stocks. I would want to be, you know, selfish with my money and only spend what I have and not try to double it. Um, So if it wasn't for him, yeah, I don't think I would be, you know, having money in different streams at all. Mm -hmm. So, like, now that you're, like, moved out and you're, like, on your own, like, do you feel like before that, was that, like, a fear of yours? Um, moving out and just being on your own no to I've always wanted to I think and um well that's not true my senior year of high school I didn't want to be by myself I did not want to go away for school I did not want to share bathrooms with other girls I did not want to be around anybody and literally seven months in I completely had a change of heart And I think it was because majority of my friends ended up going away. And I was basically like, I can't stay here by myself. And Mm -hmm. so I started making moves to leave right after that. That's good. So it took you some time to like finally move out and especially into a whole other country, you know? About 2018. Yeah, two years. 
two years, mm. kind of. I still do the back and forth, so I don't, like, you know. I Now, mm. I'm, because I used to stay with my family when I came to Georgia. And um, now I'm out of that house. So it's been about a year since I left. So actually, it took a year. It took a year, because 2018, I used to stay with my cousin. And then this year, I, I came out, so. Yeah, yeah. Might have been twenty nineteen. That's really good. Wait, was it? Wow, me and Rashadia at the same time. Go ahead, Rashadia. How does it feel living with someone else, like sharing that space? Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I used to share space with my family, like I said, but I feel like it's better now because I just feel like, you know. I chose the person that I'm with and I live with and we like we're good friends and obviously we're dating. Um, I don't know. It's not too much different from visiting him at school. Like I would stay like a week or so. And so I don't know. I feel like when you have chemistry, it just works. You just yeah. have to really know the person that you're moving in with and you'll know from beforehand if it if it's going to work or not. So it's pretty, it's pretty good so far. I mean, it's been three weeks, so I haven't mm-hmm. had any trouble or mishaps. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you six months later. And yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was it hard for you guys? Because Rashadia too, like you moved out. Um, was it hard to like find a po- appointment, apartment, and like get all the financial side organized and stuff like that? Like, was that difficult? It was so hard because I was living with roommates, obviously. Mm. Um, the my For my first year, the roommate that I met, um, shout out to Chelsea, She I met her through my best friend. So we were going to live together, but we were going to find a house. But then the other roommates, we wouldn't know who they were. So it was annoying because like Chelsea also had like, you know, expectations, what she likes, but that I also had expectations. We had to work together to find apartments. My mom found my first apartment, and that's how I met my the, my best friends of my lives. Um, and then the second time, they graduated, so we had to find, like, a new house, which was the worst ever, because that's when you start to be an adult, because our landlord was the shittiest person ever. He was so awful to us, and there were so many problems with the house, like, plumbing issues, like lawyers were involved, the city was involved, and we were so stressed with unnecessary things. Like he took money from our accounts, so what? many things. Like exactly, yeah. What it, it was crazy, and I I had crying sessions, called my parents, and he really made me realize that I need to, you know, really just be an adult because he's like you can't involve your mommy and daddies in this because you're the one who signed the lease and they can't be calling us but they were the ones that were paying for it so they all obviously had to be involved so finding a house was hard and now this year like I was stressing too to find a house because like we didn't I, I lost so many roommates and I just ended up just staying home so it was definitely hard being on my own was way better just being in that final destination I guess I had a different experience me and my boyfriend at first were trying to find a house to buy but Mm -hmm. um it was kind of hard like it was kind of hard to find a house to buy like he went to go see a few houses and they just weren't what we wanted like we want a modern house we want 
you know, a nice kitchen and, yeah. um, you know, just, just basic things like that. It, it's kind of stupid. You can really tell your age when you look at the stuff that you think is necessary. Like he did not want anything that mm-hmm. had like a shower tub. He wants a, a standing shower. Okay. He wants to stand in the shower. He doesn't want to <laughs> slip and fucking fall. And I agree. Right. But I also <laughs> want a tub in there like shit. So anyhow, so, um, but trying to buy a house was kind of hard because there wasn't a lot of um, listings on the market. It was during COVID. Um, So instead, like also because his career path, he like, he'll have to travel a lot. He does sports management. He's going into like being a sports agent. So um, he'll have to travel a lot and it just doesn't make sense for us to buy a house and be stapled under one, you know, state one, one place and, so we ended up just renting and renting was the easiest process ever. Um, we literally, we, we applied for it like July 31st and no, no, Okay. This is just an example. July 31st. And then you move into the apartment like August 3rd, like it will literally take like 24 hours, 72 hours to rent a place. So it what was, to- yeah, <laughs> that's a different story. Here it's really easy to, you know, find a place and rent a place. And there's tons of listings where we are. So yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. easy with that, but yeah, it's kind of it was, there are more renters than buyers nowadays. Yes. If you the marketing industry, there's way more renters because one, buying a house, it's way much more than we actually think. Like you have to get your credit approved, all that mortgage, all that stuff, and insurance. You need to be stable to have that shit together, which is why renting is a little bit easier, you know? So I definitely would not buy a house now. I would buy a house when I'm like, I have, I'm more invested into that. But girl, rent as much as you can and then buy that house. Because you still get your, if you're using your credit card, you still build your credit rent in. So, right. Um, yeah. We just thought at the time, like, and I still kind of feel this way with houses and homes, apartments even. Um, I don't like the feeling or thought of renting because I just feel like the money that I put in, I will never get back. Yeah. Like I like, you know, renovating this house right now, not renovating, but decorating it and, you know, furnishing it. It's like, it's nice and everything, but we're doing the bare minimum because we don't own this house. At the end of the day, we have to leave. And you know, I don't want to put in a whole heap of money into something that I, that will not increase the value for me because I don't own the house. So, you know, we started looking out to own a home and just because the all the money that we put into the home, we will end up investing it and we're going to rent it out had we have, you know, gone to a different state, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I don't really like renting, but it just depends your situation, I guess. It really does. I hear that because like when I say I'm not moving out till 2030 like I I guess have the goal to one day actually buy something by that time if I'm able to even live with my parents for like um, a long time where I'm able to save and not rent I mean that's ideal for me that's my goal and like now I'm thinking I don't know if my parents bought this house it was somewhere between like 150 to 250 I think between there that was kind of a big gap, but like now I'm thinking about what I said. And like, what's your area? Somewhere between. I can't see on this podcast, girl. Oh yeah, well, yeah I already know. I already know. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you on the pot, and I'll tell you. Thanks, <laughs> bro. No, no, I remember. I remember. I remember your mom yeah. telling me. 
yeah so it's just like crazy so like if you're I guess yeah parents like people were able to buy homes like years ago and stay put there like they've really seen a return on their investment obviously it takes a long time but it's just crazy and it's like now like maybe a, a younger family will one day buy my home right and it's like look at the price that my home is starting at in comparison to when my parents bought it years ago so I yeah like that just stresses me out and I don't want to live in Timbuktu girl I want to see some diversity and some color and some skin better okay we're getting better and I want to see some culture I love all my people where I live so um yeah I mean that's the goal is to buy the goals is to have a good career right ladies and yeah we have a couple goals I guess we mentioned in this podcast Check yeah. in with us in about 15 years and let us know <laughs> if, we, if we achieve those goals. But, um, yeah, do you guys have a tip or a suggestion for anyone who's listening and, like, has these fears, even though we're probably in the same boat as them? Do you guys have any tips? No, more money for me. Um, <laughs> you just one step at a time, as Sharon said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To be honest, you can't, it's, it's so nice to fascinate about life. Like, oh, like, this is what 20 years is going to be like. But you got to get it together and um, snap back to reality that you're not in that position right now. So you need to work your ass to get to that. Right. You know, life doesn't come easy. And that's just, that's just life at the end of the day. Um, if you want to li- live an easy life, you're going to be poor. So. <laughs> So, you, you know, but you, you got to work yourself there. Right. Like Audrey said, there's there's no timeline to anything that you want to achieve. As long mm-hmm. as you achieve it, no one's going to remember how long it took. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And don't let, like, your everything around you, like, distract you or pull you back. Like, don't let your mental illness, don't let your anxiety right. be an excuse for it. Like, be your backhand. It'll be like, okay, I'm anxious today. Like, I'm just going to fall back. I'm not going to do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let anything else that has hurt you, like, just backtrack you. It will not work. And you don't want your personality to be all about what you've been through, truthfully. Mm-hmm. You need to, your personality needs to be what you can come, you know? I, I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely take those rest days because we deserve it sometimes, but maintain balance when it comes mm-hmm. to your work-life balance. Um, thank you guys for making the time to join this podcast tonight, because it is hella late. So I just want to say I appreciate you guys. And I would also like to say, if you're still here and you're still listening, go rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. guys, comment. someone commented. I don't know who that was. Oh, I love how it's on Apple Podcasts. I used to watch. Um, wait, somebody commented what? Yeah, they're like, I love these girls or something like. Like, oh my god, our first fan. Oh. Wait, how do we see it? Oh my god, can you guys send it to me? Yeah, yeah. if you just go on Apple Podcasts and then search, um, she knows best, you'll find us, and mm-hmm. then just scroll down. You can rate us in stars, or you can leave a review if you'd like. But I would really appreciate it if you guys could leave a review or rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, Yeah, until next time, until next Thursday, because we drop episodes every Thursday. Um, Yeah. All right, guys. Everyone have a great night. Be safe. You too. Have a good week. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.